Hello, friends. Oh, and hell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Derek. This is uh, the my. Mm, is mm, this mm, mm. no? Go for it. Okay, this you're doing is, great. This is the best uh, as of the recording. As of recording time currently, this is the best uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast that I'm oh. on. Oh, wow. We're so honored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I am joined by uh, uh, three uh, gosh darn great blokes and, and, and blokettes. <laughs> hmm. Blukes. Jess Blukes? Uh, it's the it's the the genderless term. Yeah, blukes. Blukes. Okay. Yeah. Three three great blukes. Uh, Jess, <laughs> Greg, and Stephanie. Hello, Jess. What? Hi. Hi. Howdy. <laughs> okay. uh, hi, Greg. Okay. Hi, hi, Derek. How how are you? Hey. I'm doing all right. How are you? Don't lay it on thick. You're the worst hey, of us. Hey, if maybe I'll get inspiration if I treat him really well. Oh wow. <laughs> that we oh, haven't used that mechanic been, at all. Uh-uh. And by we, you mean. You. Fair, fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Hey, no, Wait, no. Can the, can, is that is that five uh, E? That is a five E uh, thing. So that the, so. Du- that the mm-hmm. dungeon master could just show favor on somebody and give yes. them a six sided die. Yeah. So yes. so excuse yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So you give someone inspiration and it. Um, basically, they can they can spend like their banked inspiration to get advantage on any roll. So you're telling me. If there's like a hypoth- hypothetical game where this guy's like, I really like this chick, and, and he just get, keeps on giving her, then she won't be playing his uh, game in, next week. Almost certainly, yes. It's it's okay. Yeah, then yes. all right, they can inspire each other. Well, unless she feels the same way, it happens. But like, you could show your favor for somebody. That well, way. right, because it's like you can give inspiration for like, oh, I thought you re- role played really good just then. I dislike this. <laughs> we take well, an oath. Uh, when we assume the mantle of dungeon master <laughs> to be to be neutral and objective in all things, so the mere fact that you'd suggest that dungeon masters could be fallible is is frankly offensive to me. Um, I'm going to well, give you, you negative inspiration. Play, you, be, you better play it right today. You, got, I'm going to. I know who to report to now. <laughs> in another game, I'm playing. The DM would uh, give me or give inspiration for good jokes, but he would routinely take away my inspiration if my good joke was followed up by a bad pun or uh, an otherwise cringeworthy joke. That's pretty um, reasonable. I think. I think you should have negative inspiration just as your sort of starting point. <laughs> I th- I think like the thought behind the rule is that the dungeon masters can use it as sort of like a lever to uh, like encourage the type of play that they want to see. Um, so if you're playing like you know a very like lighthearted comedic game, you know yeah you can hand it out for jokes. Or if you're playing something really dramatic and emotionally invested, you know some some really like earnest role playing. Mm. So it's like coaching without coaching, or but it's like giving treats to cats who are doing the right thing yeah. and ignoring the thing you don't want them to yes. do. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, giving a little pellet to a hamster or whatever. Yeah, yeah. if your players won't use their character voice, you withhold uh, inspiration <laughs> from them. You literally are just dangling it while they're role-playing, like you have it right in front of you. They're shaking on the floor, they're sweating from inspiration <laughs> withdrawal. Jeez, my codependency is really going off right now. <laughs> uh, also, hi, Stephanie, we, we casually oh. missed you. Hello, oh, Stephanie. Oh, I've been here, hi. <laughs> Welcome. No, that was not your fault, Derek, I completely distracted you. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I, yeah, I, I assume 
I don't know, like twenty five percent of responsibility. Oh, oh no! I, sure. I, I didn't, you, didn't, you didn't finish the sentence. Forty yeah. percent. You assume what? I I, I assume that like uh, it's like you know definitely don't come into intros with like anything loaded. So I assume we're gonna get like hit by some. We're gonna we're gonna uh, like a meteorite's gonna our, our hit train. The... There's gonna there's gonna be a penny on the rails, <laughs> um, and our train is gonna get derailed and crash. And okay, here's the really sad part about me. Do I still don't know? <laughs> If the, if Strap that actually in. if there's if a penny is put on a, a train track, will it actually derail the train? <laughs> Doesn't it just flatten the penny? You know, I want to live in a world where it's possible for a train to be derailed by a tiny. You uh, do? No, no. It did scare me extra because I used to live directly behind a, a train track, so I was like, <laughs> "This is gonna end well and badly." Ooh. I think I, I think I heard this at some point that if you put like, and, and this is probably a, like a similar urban legend myth kind of thing, that if you do have a penny on the rails and like a train comes by, it can like shoot it out like a little hmm. disc of death. That actually sounds reasonable. That I did hear too. I buy it. Just stop playing with train tracks, kids. And pennies. Just don't play with things. Mm-hmm. Create your own simulation for uh, your imaginary friends by sitting in the middle of a room and create a universe for... Listen, yourself. I really feel uh, targeted. <laughs> He's talking about dungeoning. Oh, I still feel targeted. Hello. Um, anyone got else any? Anyone got else anything they want to say before <laughs> we? Uh, I want to say retroactively, I apologize for suggesting that Greg was being an asshole in episode six or five because I said I didn't understand the pronoun joke that you were making. And I just thought you were. And then, then I was like, "You're just being an asshole." And then I, I just didn't. I, the pronoun joke completely went over my head. And then, even after it was explained to me, it went over my head. <laughs> I still was very confused. Well, and it's I fine think they that don't it remember it, but is reasonable to, as a baseline, assume that Greg is being an asshole. And you corroborate. You like backed me up hard, Steph. You made me feel really good about like being a jerk. You're like, no, they're <laughs> just being assholes. But upon listening to it recently, I uh, I just it really it really passed me by. Stephanie will take any opportunity to dogpile on me, whether or not it's warranted. Mm-hmm. It's so, what makes uh, the true. sex interesting, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> dogpile! Yeah. Why did you make no. that sound at the mention of sex with your wife? Uh, of dogpiles and mm. sex. Well, okay. Let's let's. <laughs> should we should we should we dump, jump in? Should we dump pile in? Should we dog pile in? Let me oil up. Um, oh boy! All right. I don't like the way this is going. We should quit while we're ahead. All right. Thank you well, so much that's for been our episode. Yeah, been, this has been our podcast. Thank you, yep, everybody. This has been our lives. Um, I've prepared a recap for you. Um, would you like to hear it? I'm not. I'm to. gonna go on mute so that I don't interrupt you. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. No, interrupt. No. <laughs> interrupt like uh, like Adair did the entire last episode. Yeah. Oh boy. Ah. So I was uh... a <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on. No, I, I forgot. <laughs> Glad we did this. <laughs> In pursuit of a mysterious artifact known as the Orb of Enigmas. The Wrecking Balls infiltrated the manor of Pendriel Senthri, a wizard who lived on Scholar's Hill. Within the manor, they encountered Seamus O'Greydoke, mage of the canopy and known monologist. 
Seamus, they learned by reading his notes, far be it from them to let an NPC give a speech, had imprisoned Pendriel in a magical ruby and assumed his identity in order to appropriate the aforementioned orb. Before Seamus could enact his plan to imprison our adventurers and feed off their mental energies, Elysia swiped the sorceress sphere and Mercury stuffed Seamus unceremoniously into a mead barrel. Um, Seamus Barrelbound, they transported him to Aethervoid Keep, the base of operations for the Regulators, and their friendly but is she a friend sergeant, Kara Windblade. Kara agreed to have her subordinates take care of Seamus and the imprisoned Pendriel, and escorted our heroes to a holding cell underneath the keep. And that's where we find them now. So uh, I've got some good news and some bad news um, for y'all. Okay. Is, is, it, are you, is this someone, uh, is this a prisoner saying this to us or a, a, a guard saying this to, to us? No, this is, this is the, the, the disembodied narrator DM voice. Got it. Yeah. This um, is Clippy popping up in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you're in jail. <laughs> so the good news is um, uh, y'all have all leveled up. Um, I think that makes mm-hmm. you level five now? That's right. Yeah. Is that right? Um, so Oof. there's probably some uh, some pretty sweet stuff that comes with that. Oh. Let me know if there's anything. Well, I would ask that you let me know if there's any cool game-breaking abilities that you get, but it's also probably more fun if... You like spring it on me and I suddenly learn you can walk through walls or something like that. Um, so, you know, feel free to be, be coy or not be coy um, as, the, as the mood strikes you. Anyone want to say anything about uh, what they do with their level up? Well, uh, for a cleric, a level five level up is uh, you get destroy undead instead of turn undead or in addition to it. And you get another uh, higher spell slot. That's it. Nothing super interesting. I mean, higher level spell spots is pretty cool. Yeah. That's third level spells, right? Mm-hmm. There's some mm-hmm. good stuff yep. in there. Yeah. It would seem that I get an extra attack. That is, that's a, that's a big one. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know what I get. I leveled up. I just don't know what happened. That's <laughs> 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 all right. We'll figure it out um, as we go along. Yeah. Oh, I'm, she got, I think, uh, Uncanny Dodge or something like that. Yeah. Remind me, Uncanny Dodge is you get like advantage on deck save, something like that. That's, whoa, no. It, it, it oh, no, seems no. to have gotten way better than it used to be. I, I'm, I think it was something like that back in the, in the old days. Um, but it's uh, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to halve the attack's damage against you. That's pretty nice. Is halve perf- spelled like salve? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's also That's pronounced what, like salve. Yeah, but, but, you know, I wanted to be, this is an auditory medium, so That's fair. sometimes you got to just say the letters. Yeah, make sure they get the L. Uh, the bad news is um, that you've, uh, you've been in this uh, holding cell for, for quite a while now, um, and it seems like it's been sort of an uncomfortably long time. In fact, the minutes kind of drag into hours, and finally you hear some footsteps coming down the hallway outside and before too long the door to the cell i'm I'm thinking of like movies when you see like an asylum or something it's like not not like not like bars like you might think you know for for most like wild west jail cells or something like that it's more like it's a solid wall big metal door Mm. oh there's a a flap not a flap but like a hinged area on the bottom um that sort of swings up and you can see a a tray starts to uh Ah. slide in um through the bottom I'm I'm gonna yell through the flap. 
Um, hello, hello, have you come to update us on the status of our, uh, uh, our, our complaint? Uh, no response from outside. Our complaint being is that we shouldn't be in jail. Um, another tray comes through. Thank you, but hello, who is it? Talk uh, to me. And then I'd the like third tray comes through. To grab the hand of the person put, putting the tray in. It's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty tough, because the, um... Have you met The me? door swings inward. Um, but let's make, uh, let's make an attack roll with disadvantage. Okay, I rolled an 11. Oh, 17. Okay, um, with disadvantage... So I roll it again and take yeah, the worst. Take one. the worst of the two. Well, that's going to be a nat one. <laughs> okay. Um, so so you reach uh, you reach down, you know, trying to get your arm through through the mm-hmm. the Is slack. Is this where I lose gr- my arm? <laughs> the the journey of the <laughs> like most second acts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Luke Skywalker. Yep. So yeah, so. You try to grab it, um, just as they're pulling the thing shut, um, and it kind of slams, uh, slams on your arm. All I want is to hold your hand, buddy! (laughs) Um, go ahead and take, uh, four damage as your your hand is kind of crunched, um, and then you just sort of, like, instinctively jerk it free, uh, and the flap slams shut. Um, so you have a chance to take a look at the trays, um, and, you know, won't surprise anyone, um, but they're crude metal trays uh, they have a couple sections in them one of them has uh, a couple slices of like graying kind of gross looking meat there's some kind of vegetable mush in one of them and uh, in a third is something that you know might be potatoes this is supposed to be a civilized city right this is delicious what? oh god <laughs> <laughs> but people who haven't done anything shouldn't be fed this or made to sleep on the ground. I, I'm just gonna say, I I don't know that you y'all should have taken advice from me to come here. It was a bad. That was bad advice. It it seems <laughs> it seems reasonable at the time. I mean, I'm not gonna take responsibility. I just can't believe. I it think through. you did. I think you just did. No, I said I just can't believe that you. Oh my god, I love it when it gets stuck in your tooth. Uh, I just can't believe. You know, that you I have listened. such bad misophonia, and I want to kill you right now. <laughs> That's not even a word. <laughs> <laughs> so you eat or or don't eat uh, the meals that are presented, um, and it's it's pretty quiet um, where you're kept. You can hear maybe the the occasional drip of water or, or, or the squeak of a rat, uh, you know, typical, typical dungeon sounds. And eventually you can see from a, from a small window high in your cell, um, the sun starts to set and you get on toward evening. Is there anyone else that we can hear at least that's being imprisoned? I think you can, you can occasionally hear some, some shuffling and some, some distant, uh, distant noises. Um, go ahead and make a perception check if you want to really, really listen in and see what you can hear. I don't have perception. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Nine total? Yeah. You can't hear anyone specifically. You think you do hear some like some shuffling, some some noises that might be, you know, a human some distance off doing something, but the walls are, you know, reasonably thick. Um so so you can hear what's going on outside, but it's muffled. You just don't get a really good sense of, of the exact position or, you know, identity of anyone. A dare. A dare. A dare. Yes. A dare. A dare. Yes. A dare. Yes. You're being very quiet. 
Well, I, I'm just waiting for the police to come back and tell us what's happening. We've only been here for 12 hours, and when you've been alive 700 years, it's like just, you know, a quick afternoon nap. I'm okay waiting for them to sort everything out. I know we've done nothing wrong. Well, nothing wrong that didn't have an absolute need in, uh, you know, uh, it, was, it was with good cause. And I so- regret asking you. Stop talking. <laughs> All right. How long should we wait before we try to break out of here? These people clearly have no, um, no, hum- oh, sorry, I was about to say something very impolite. No personality. I almost said humanity, which as we all know is very insulting. Excuse me? Well, it just well, implies. Not human. Exactly. You're not? Oh. <laughs> no, I know. I don't know if we have time for this one. <laughs> Listen, I um the best thing you've said all day is uh, just break it out of here. Uh, you know, it's not the first time I've been thrown in in the clink. I mean, bringing your wrongful and prisoner to the police along with evidence of of illegal magic is not a crime. However, breaking out and resisting a investigation would be a crime. And I'd say we're better where we are now and we just You wait know to what's see a what crime? Happened. This mush. <laughs> this isn't even really a vegetable. It's probably made of gnomes or something. Are you what? not gonna eat that? I'll go. I'll eat that. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a it. blood clot. Uh. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing, Adair. If if Kara didn't have our back already, it's not going to happen now. Might as well be fugitives. They're gonna they're gonna send us to the electric chair. Excuse me. The they're gonna send us to the magic chair. You really think so? Oh, I know so. Last time, my friend Dolphy, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go handle my problems with my abuser straightforwardly and went to the regulators and was never heard from again until there was a surge of uh, magic throughout the city and then we learned that they had magicked him. So why did you suggest we come here in the first place? Because of Kara. uh, Oh, I see. Yeah. Again, really not my fault that you all listened to me. Uh, That's an interesting argument you make. However, it's still, we had to turn it into some authorities, whether it be the police or the uh, the canopy. Either way, it had to be turned Remember, in. Remember, I suggested we bring it home. We bring and the also, whole deal home. Have my mother sort it Chicago. out. That's what we were supposed to do. Well, I don't trust him. He's strange. He's we weren't necessarily us. supposed to bring Seamus to Brago, though. Seamus was his own issue. Seamus should have gone to Brago and got his opinion. Because, you know, for th- rats know what up. Do we want the opinion of a criminal on something a little bigger than his pay grade? I'm yes. not certain that we do. Yet? Oh, dear. For someone who wants to learn about the world, why are you so close-minded? I don't want to learn about the world. I want to learn about magic. There's a difference. You don't think that this is not magic that's happening between us three here? Oh, my. The magic um, of right. friendship. All right, I'm going to start looking. Around. I, th- I think it's, it's high time for us to break out of here. Things are happening between us that I don't um, appreciate. You, you just started them, and that, that's too much. So I'm going to look around. And so I do a little roguey look around. You want to roll an investigation check? I want to roll a roguey look around. Yes. That's a 20. Not natural, 
A dirty 20. Still pretty good. With a 20, you can definitely like, you know, I'm not going to hold any secrets from you about the room. Um, I'm not going to play coy. Is there anything specifically you were looking for? Yeah, any sort of weak areas that might provide uh, an avenue of escape. Like, how likely is that window? Are there any mysterious panels in the wall? Sure. Can I just magic way, my way through it? With Does yeah. the cell have air conditioning? Mm. So, yeah, so, so magic is definitely going to be challenging because you're still sort of, you know, within uh, the field of the keep. Um, so any spells that you cast will have to overcome the anti-magic field, which is going to be pretty challenging. Um, easier the higher level spell that you spend, but still pretty unlikely. There is that that window. Um, it's pretty high up, but maybe if you did something fancy, like, you know, stood on each other's shoulders or something like that, you could get up there. Um, there's a drain in the floor, um, just sort of like, if you think, uh, like a gym shower or something. Not big enough for, uh, outside of some kind of shenanigans, you know, not big enough for a person to fit in. There's also, you know, the door... Uh, it's got that got that hatch at the bottom. It's got sort of like a, a looky hole. Is there any sort of lock mechanism that's accessible? Does anyone know anything about about how like locks at like secure places work? I mean, if it's a solid door, I'm sure there wouldn't be a uh, access to that lock from the inside. If it was bars, then you might be able to reach out the bar and try and pick it from the outside. But yeah, um, I mean, it's got to be, but it's got to be like there's got to be some kind of mechanical thing exposed, like some way that it's attached. Or well, probably there could be on the outside something that like rolls uh, steel like rods in and out, right, to like latch it. Oh, like a mega deadbolt. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but also my question to you is: Are the regulators use? I know Kara can use magic, but would these not be magically enchanted doors? Or are they just no? They they definitely would not be. Okay. Yeah. So then, yeah, steel, like I'm thinking in terms of like vault-esque. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So there's, looking around, you can kind of glean that there's there's some kind of big mechanism that's sort of like hidden in the wall. Um, so maybe given enough time, you know, if you could, you know, chip chip away at the wall or something and get at the mechanism, you could you could do something funky there or, or mess around with the door itself. And we're not able to use magic at all. I mean. You can try, you can try, but it's very unlikely to succeed. Right. Yeah, okay. What I mean is, like, it doesn't matter the type of spell, all of it is in that situation. As far as you know, yeah. Can I determine what school of magic is uh, suppressing the magic around us? Yeah, I'm going to roll an arcana check. That's uh, 7 plus 4, so it's 11. Yeah, you can't be quite sure what, what school it is. Um, so, Lizzie, I assume you're being pretty, like, pretty diligent, pretty thorough about, like, inspecting the room. Yes. Is there anything that, that teaches you how to break out of prisons in your school that you went? Some sort of 1704 oh, yes. class? Well, not not a graduate level class. This is, you know, um, definitely undergraduate stuff. But, um, yeah, there's a, there's a series of classes and getting into some more advanced locks and such. That would be um, lock picking uh, up to 402, I believe it was. I, I, I don't really care, but I'm just oh. saying, do you know something? Do like, I know how to pick locks? Yes. I think you've seen me pick locks. What have you gleaned so far? What I have gleaned is that uh, this lock is not accessible to me, so we're going to have to find something else. That window seems like a decent option. Well, does it? Is it big enough? Yeah, it, it looks like... I, I think you're all... well. Let's see, Mercury, you're probably the, 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 I don't know if I like using this word, but probably the thickest um, of the bunch, right? Hey, if it's true, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> These thighs don't lie. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I think I think probably Adair, um, uh, Adair and Alicia could both. It looks like you guys could both slink through. Um, maybe Mercury with a bit of help. Could I shimmy my half plate through? I will probably have you roll for that um, if it comes to it um, to see whether the whether the half plate can fit through. Before we do that, uh, I guess one other question is: um, When was this uh, citadel built? Do I know? Yeah, I think you probably can roll a history check for that. <laughs> uh, okay, I will roll a history check then. That's a 16 plus my 7 times 2 because I have my double expertise or whatever it's called for that. So <laughs> let's go ahead and just say uh, 30. That's one wow. expertise, which is double proficiency, right? Is that how it works? It's, it's not double bonus, it's a double proficiency. If so, I, I, I believe I believe 10. expertise okay. doubles your your proficiency bonus. Okay, so then it's plus ten, which means it's still twenty six. <laughs> yeah. So let's say uh, a, a lot of the construction uh, that's happened on on Scholars Hill has happened in like the last hundred or so years, um, when it's really become you know the magical hub and and spellcraft has has made leaps and bounds. You know, there's been a bit of shall we say a magical revolution. So. Aethervoid Keep, which is what you're in now, was actually built before before the Magical Revolution started. Um, it was initially built as like a functional, defensive, like mundane fort. And it's since been repurposed and imbued with all these anti-magic glyphs and fields and everything and has shifted from being a defensive structure to defend from outside threats to being the, the base of operations for the regulators. Was, uh, was the canopy consulted or in any way used for the uh, enchanting or retrofitting of the keep? In other words, would I have come across records describing the enchantments that are subduing magic in here? What did you get? You got like a 27? 26, yeah. 20, yeah, with yeah. a 26, let's say sure, sure, sure. Um, there was definitely like a canopy, if nothing else, like a chronicler on site. All right. Well, then I uh, again ask you the question: Do I know what school of magic is suppressing magic in here? Sure. Let's say it's uh, it's it's abjuration magic. Ah, too bad. Okay. Well, nothing I can do against abjuration magic. I don't remember. Do we have any of our stuff? I think you have pretty much all your stuff. They haven't confiscated anything, at least yet. Okay. At least yet. <laughs> if we try to escape. <laughs> all right. So I'll say well. I don't trust the dare to be any help in this, both will-wise or physicality-wise. But, um, Mercury, would you mind boosting me up so I can get a better look at this window? Yes. You would mind it? Yes. Would you do it anyway? No, I'm digesting. You just have to stand there and I'll climb on you. Have you oh, you haven't seen the routine it takes me in order to get a proper BM, I gotta lay prostrate for a little bit. Well, just <laughs> wait for the BM! What do you... <laughs> oh, if you make me wait for my BM, then we're all gonna have a problem. So far, the amount of food I've had has been at proper times for me to be... I've been very unregulated lately. Oh, here, I have something to help you out with that. And I take a little <sighs> pouch of prunes out of my bag. Hey, here you go. <laughs> this this might help. I, when you get to my age, you need these sorts of things all the time to keep you regular. So I might help you as well. Uh, uh, oh, okay. And I, and I go in to take one and... Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. This is like... <laughs> this is like candy. Can I have a couple more? Absolutely. Oh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> wow. Oh, I mean, listen, this will take the whole bag. <laughs> so good. Oh. Well, how how backed up are you? You might not want the whole bag. Uh, what? As I, as I pour in the last one into my mouth. 
What's up? I, mean, I think it is. Oh, this is so good. Why are you holding down all these for? All right. So now you don't need to lie down, right? Not for 90 minutes. She may need to lie down again in 90 minutes. I don't understand. Uh, it's going to it's gonna tear through you. It's all right. Okay. Well, you know, now that I've eaten again, I guess. Can, all right. I'm going to. You're going to stand on my shoulders. Just by, oh, God. It's so good. The idea of an old, like, <laughs> academic telling me it's going to tear through you. <laughs> <laughs> You've never had a college professor tell you that one's going to tear through you. <laughs> that is great. College professors are nasty, man. Yeah, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, if you can just sort of brace yourself against this, the wall, and then I'll, I'll climb on your shoulders and you don't have to just stand there and that's... I'm standing here. All right. Well, then I, I climb on her. I don't think we need to roll for that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Mercury boosts you up, um, and you're able to get a good look at the window. So it's it's sort of it's it's like a thick metal grate covering a window that's basically you know just conveniently large enough for for a person to get through. It's pretty well like mortared in, but you do think you know given enough time and effort, you could kind of chip away um, around the edges. You still got rope, you know, maybe you mm-hmm. could like tie a rope around one of them and have everyone tug once you loosen it up or something like that. But it is definitely going to take not, not quite like Shawshank level <laughs> spoonfuls of dirt or whatever. No. So it's, it's totally mortared. There's not screws or anything. Uh, nope. Okay. All right. I think that I can make some headway on this. Um, I think I might be able to chip out, out this mortar with my thieves tools, but, um, Mercury, you're going to have to stay there. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. Okay. Yeah, th- I'm not heavy for you, am I? No. You're pretty I, strong. Yeah. Just... All right. Are you starting right out, um, trying to, you know, scrape away the, the mortar? and? Yeah. Let's, let's see, what do we want to roll this as? Just to, just to be clear, I'm, I'm planning on using my thieves tools, assuming I have some sort of something that it could be used kind of like as a precision pick, uh, chisel sort of thing to try to get at the mortar um, more... Finesse-wise, rather than just, like, banging it out. Canonically, what is included in Thieves' Tools. So, a small file. That might be useful. A mirror. Narrow-bladed scissors. Set of pliers. I mean, we have crossbow bolts. We have knives. We have plenty of things we could pick I, with. I think you definitely, yeah, you definitely have influence. Yeah. I mean, not by LucasArts point-and-click standards, but... <laughs> But I think we can make this work. Sure. I think, um, well, I'm, I'm conflicted. I think sleight of hand might be appropriate. I also think just like the use thieves tools. Mm. Roll plus year, proficiency plus dex. Yeah. Lacking like any particular way in which sleight of hand applies. I think let's just call it use thieves tools. So probably not going to immediately succeed unless maybe you get like a natural 20. Um, but this will kind of, you know, let us know what rate the, the work is coming at. I uh, got a natural 20. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> got to respect the god of the dice. Show us the dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold don't on, don't touch on. anything. Oh, just, there it is. just swivel the webcam. <laughs> where is it? Where is Where is it? <laughs> this is hard. Okay. Oh. Oh, that looks like an eight to me. Oh, <laughs> my God. For the folks out there listening, that is an indeed... And the number two and zero next to each other on, <laughs> on a metal gold dice. Yeah. Now, the two comes first. The question is, is it weighted properly? <laughs> wow. Based on the rest of her rolls, I think so. So let's say, Alicia, that as you're up there, you notice that, uh, that you're not the first person who's had this idea. 
Um, and the mortar is actually like significantly chipped away, but it doesn't seem like the, uh, the guards are wise to this. Ah, okay. So you are actually with just a few extremely well-placed chips, you're able to get the grate loose enough that you think that like with a really good, really good yank, you could pull it free. When you say a really good yank, do you mean like with my little half elf arms or? Probably not. Okay. I mean, what I was thinking, uh, um, you know, you're welcome to use this or not. It's like if you like, you know, like put like a grappling hook or tied a rope yeah. or something around it and had like everyone pull on it. Yeah, I think I'll do that. I'll, I'll tie the rope to it and jump off of Mercury's shoulders. Okay. And let's say uh, desperate to reclaim some drama in this situation. Um, let's say that you hear, um, you hear again <laughs> footsteps coming down. Uh, the hallway outside. Oh, God. And then I climb back up on Mercury. <laughs> and just as you climb up me, something else is going down. Me. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I roll a, a save to see? <laughs> I want to put myself in intestinal peril. Can I save myself from the issue I've just created? <laughs> I didn't just create this. I you, you entirely created this. <laughs> Not just, I'm saying. It's been, it was part of the plan. Hey, remember, she rolled a 20, so it's been like 45 seconds since she went up on your shoulders. I, I don't oh, like fair. to legitimize this sort of behavior, um, but uh, I guess so you're if not we need... Give me a, a, I guess <laughs> if we need a way to simulate it, um, let's, uh, uh, let's roll just a con save. 11. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, you feel something bad's happening inside you. You see a chamber pot in the corner, I guess. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, would, I would hope so. All right, you know what? I just use the rope to climb up the wall like a rogue. <laughs> and then with the, with the aim of untying the rope and then dropping down. Great. Um, you do that. Um, uh, I, I don't want to narrate in great deal what's going wanna. on with Mercury. Here's what I think happens. I don't want to. I go to the bathroom. And just as someone starts walking down the hall, they can smell it and they turn around. <laughs> Defy danger with diarrhea? Is that what's happening here? I'm just saying it's a possibility. You hear, you hear a pounding um, on the door uh, and the, the like looky peephole window <laughs> slides open. I'm pooping here! And you hear from the other side, uh, <laughs> which one of you is Elysia? Oh, that's that's me. You have a visitor. Oh, did you actually call my mother? Yes, we called your mother. We said we would. Did you think we'd lie? No. Well, she's here. What? Can we speak not in this room? Y yeah, oh God. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I hate this so much, Jessica. You're banned from the podcast. We're done. Uh, the two of you, uh, old guy, uh, disgusting person, stand in the opposite, stand in the opposite corners. Uh, put your hands where I can see him. I put my hands where I can see him. Great. Uh, I'm opening the door now. Don't try anything funny, or you'll regret it. All right. I'll, okay. And I just uh, walk out the door with an expression like. Funny like what? Like walking out the door? Okay, so yeah, so he opens the door. Elysia, you walk out. Nothing funny happens. Um, door closes and locks. So uh, I follow him. Um, he, leads you, uh, he leads you down the hallway back the way you came um, and takes you to a dimly lit room. Um, there are a couple of uh, torches sputtering black smoke uh, up on the wall. And uh, there's, a, there's a table in the middle of the room. Uh, and you can see... Lady Beatrice Ravenwood, 
is uh, sitting across the table. Uh, her arms are crossed, and there's a scowl on her face. She does not look pleased to be here. Oh, mother, so good of you to, to, to come. I, I, I knew I could count on you. Elysia, Elysia, Elysia. What, di- what did I say when you accepted this post? I, good luck. N- n- I don't recall saying that. You'll do great? No, I don't believe I said that. Uh, goodbye? I believe my words were, don't embarrass this family. Something, something to that effect. Does that sound familiar? Yes, it rings a bell. I fail to see what is embarrassing about this situation at all. I think that uh, we have all behaved and performed admirably, and that the problem here is the backward justice system in this city. We've done perfectly well by the justice system in this city up until now, up until you. Why should I have to come in the dead of night to this awful place to try to fix this problem that you caused. Didn't you just say we could see the sun setting outside the window? Yeah, that was before we fast-forwarded. <laughs> oh, okay. That was, be- that was before dinner. Oh, okay. There were, mul- there were like three courses. <laughs> it was three a candle at dinner. <laughs> Why should I have to come to this awful place just after sunset? <laughs> <laughs> to try to fix this problem that you caused. I don't see why you think that I caused this problem. This is a perfectly natural outgrowth of the the mission itself. Fine, then. Why don't you tell me what happened? Explain. Explain how you're the victim here. Explain how it's not your fault. Well, absolutely. There was was a a, trickster mage who tricked us. Did he he cast a spell? Did he use... Some sort of charm person? Definitely cast some spells, yes. Did, did he charm you? Did he dominate you? What did he do? Um, I, I don't remember out of character exactly what he did. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think there were any like mind control spells involved. No. no. Well, no, he didn't, uh, he didn't control our minds, but he certainly pretended to be something that he wasn't. Hmm? That, I, don't, I don't see how that explains your actions. And we uh, brought him to the authorities, as one should when they uh, come across a, a criminal. And this is what we get for it. I see. I think this is a difficult scene for Stephanie to RP since she has never been uh, disciplined <laughs> ever in her life. <laughs> she hey. has never had an authority figure say that she's done anything less than perfect. Well, that's, 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 that's why we roleplay, right? To, to experience <laughs> yeah. those things we, we never that's get true. to experience in real life. Yeah, like murder. And killing dragons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and being 700 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's really and weird that that's your fantasy. <laughs> well, you know. Well, at least my fantasy isn't wanting to have diarrhea in the same room as a 700-year-old man. <laughs> Seeing y'all's reaction is worth it. <laughs> that was my fantasy. I'm glad that you. Uh, I'm glad that was good for you, Alicia. This is a blot on our family's name that will take considerable time and effort to conceal or to wipe away. What do you have to say for yourself? Just as I you think, say that, I wipe my butt. We're not. You're not, you're not there. in the same room. You're, I'm <laughs> just saying we cut. Do we, that we can cut. Yeah. Wipe away, and then okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> does any, anything else happen in this lovely vignette, vignette you're painting for us? Or? 
No, I think I, I think I finished. That was uh, why, like, I just wiped. I just finished. I mean, I'm very noisily picking my teeth, so that might be another quick teeth. cutaway in this disgusting <laughs> vignette. Depends on if you find the pun for it. Good luck. I did not think that was going to be teeth. <laughs> <laughs> They're like old yellow. Old man teeth. Great. Okay, you very know. gross. Good, yeah. good, good. good. You like, us out. The black spotted uh, uh-huh. gums going on. Yeah, like, you know. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad we're all doing this. <laughs> uh, so what was the question? <laughs> what What do you have to say for yourself? I I fail to see how you have any any way of pinning this on Don't me. Don't raise your voice to me, young woman. I fail to see how you have any way Thank of painting this on me. The fact of the matter is, your actions have an impact on the way that our family is viewed in society. So you want me to be working with organized crime, because that's what the job was. Organized crime can be perfectly respectable. You shouldn't end up in prison for it if you're doing it right. Well, we didn't have any classes on doing organized crime right. I will have a talk to the dean, but first... I'm going to need to take care of this, or else our family's futures could be ruined. Our prospects could be ruined. You know that I and and my mother and her mother before her have built this family up from nothing. We don't come from old magic. It's not easy, and careless actions like yours could overnight undo the hard work that we've put in for generations. Do you understand? Well, that's why I called you. Well, good. I'm... I'm glad you did, and I do think I can help. Okay. Here's what we need you to do. You- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where we cut away to, to the butt-wiping scene. <laughs> and it stays a mystery to the rest of us. Yeah. I was finished. But if we want to keep on going... No, oh, I don't. Oh I don't want to go deeper into this. Ugh. I do not. Can this not be our brand, please? It's not. This is this is episode eight. It took a long time to get here, but now we're here. Let's wallow in it. Oh my god! I'm I leaving. feel like we started with a lot of metaphorical butt stuff, and now we've just like just the veil has been lifted, and now it's just <laughs> butt stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we're just we're we're actually rebranding the podcast entirely. The name is now Dungeons and Butt Stuff. Dungeons and Butt <laughs> Stuff. Oh, is there Dookies and Derricks? I hate it. <laughs> Dungeon and douches. Dungeons and poopies. Dungeons and dump- dumps. Yep. Yeah. Butt stuff and Derek. At one point as a as a mental exercise, um, I thought when we like inevitably do our like our bonus episodes or our second arcs or something where like where like everyone else is GMing, um, I thought of like alliterative titles for like for that podcast or like that part of the podcast. So it's uh, it's Gulags and Greg, <laughs> it's Jails and Jessica, <laughs> and it's I think stairwell is hard. And Stephanie. It's, I, I think it's Slammers and Steph, or it's Stockades and I Stephanie. Let's go with the Stockades one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Slammer sounds <laughs> bad. You're right. Let's go with Stockades. Oh, wow. We can't say Slammers, but we can talk about poop. Yeah, those are like really different levels of uh, of maturity rating. Were the, the big pogs, were they called Slammers? Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I was yeah. just going to say. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to disparage my 90s toy like that? Yeah. Yeah, Slammers and Stephanie is uh I'm trying to bring Pogs back. Pog, too, so. Pog, Pogcast. 
podcast. <laughs> we need a oh. ska intro for our podcast. <laughs> wow. Podcast. Here's what you need to do. <laughs> you need to tell the nice men and women of the regulators that these two brutes kidnapped you and forced you to do their dirty deeds. You do that, I can pull some strings in society that I know and get you out. Once we do that, I have a nice, quiet position carved out for you. I heard that Lady Caltaine, you remember the Caltaines? Of course I remember the Caltaines. Yes, one of the most respected wizard families in all of Axis. She has a position for a lady-in-waiting that I think would be perfect for you. It would keep you out of trouble. Uh, this is what... Uh, how, how does it normally go when you send, when you send us out to, to do these things? This is my first mission. And, you, and you've royally cocked it up? Well, right. There should be, like... There should, there should be some field training. I think you're learning a lesson now, and that's that actions have consequences. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> uh, okay. She, she typed cocked in the <laughs> chat window. Well, you said you cocked it up. I did. I did indeed. That's a phrase. That's that a, phrase a phrase that and human beings say. And all I was doing So was, was tear it through you. <laughs> and all I was doing was reiterating that that was the word that was said. All right. Acknowledged. Yes. All right. Well, when all this is done, I can I'll I'll submit my complaints about um, the way that our that our class structure currently does not really prepare us for the real world, as it were. Everyone knows your degree is at best tangentially related to the actual work you do on a daily basis. Well, right. There should be some on-the-job training. Perhaps we can talk to the dean and arrange for some sort of closely monitored internship. Okay. In your final quarter or something like that. Well, will I get to do that? Well, no, you've already graduated. You're, you're a grown woman now and you're responsible for your own actions. All right. Well, I'm just going to, I'll do as you ask. Good. All my stuff is back in the cell, so I'm going to go there. Good. I will have, what's that nice sergeant's name? Cara. Windblade. I'll have her talk to you in the morning and you do like I said, okay? You were kidnapped. You were forced to... Engage in this cockamamie scam, breaking into wizards' residences, being involved in, in a disappearance of an upstanding chocolatier. Well, I mean, he tried to, he tried to kill us. She tried to kill you? Yeah. I hadn't what heard that. What did you that. think? Well, I, I don't know. that The, the official reports have, have it listed as a disappearance. Well, yes, we left him in the, in the, in the chocolate realm. Or, oh God, don't, just don't, don't, we were, don't say anything. We were chased anything. by some hellhounds? What else? Uh, we, we met some lovely chocolate people um, along the way. But yes, he tried to kill us. So we, what, what were we supposed to do? Probably run and ask the authorities to help you out. Well, we did that later. Listen, just you're best off not complicating things anymore. Just do like we said and everything will be okay. Mommy will help you. Thank you. Yes? Good. Yes. I'm going back to the manor now. <laughs> I'm going back to my cell. Very well. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. She stands up, brushes herself off. Um, the guard that was, I don't know, attending to you guys leads her outside, locks the door. Uh, a little bit later, comes back and comes to get you to lead you back to the cell. Meanwhile, with uh, Adair and Mercury, um, any any new developments back in the cell? So Do I want to ask? 
<laughs> so prunes do what? Well, they they're fibrous, and uh, <laughs> they uh, fiber is a very small piece of a plant that is impossible for the the human digestive system to fully uh, break down like you would with other food. So it doesn't get absorbed into the bloodstream. Instead, it stays. It's like a little broom that goes through your intestines and kind of drags the things out that are stuck in there that were uh, keeping you from having to do your business. Oh, Alicia, <laughs> you're back. So you stuck a broom down my pipes? Yes, I'm back. Why did they pull you? Why did they pull you out? Uh, it doesn't matter. We need the, to um, keep working on getting this grade out. It seems, probably does matter. Mm, no. Okay. No, just um, wanted well, to take a wanted I, an autograph. I trust you implicitly. Actually, so, uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's not every day you get a Ravenwood in in here. Right, right, right. Well, I trust you implicitly, implicitly. So I would, I would imagine if you uh, uh, had anything to tell us, you would. No, I mean yes. All right. Let's 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 work on this grade. I need to get back up there to put the rope on it. Okay. I I'm pretty pretty lighter than last time you saw me. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> right? Uh, all right, stand back up and uh, help her to the top of my shoulders. I'll, I'll, I'll just go back on up there and tie the rope back to the, where it was. You tie the rope around sort of the, the, the center um, yes. of the, the, the mesh bars, yep. And uh, yeah. you tug on it and it seems yeah, quite secure. Yeah, this rope ought to hold. Rope's 203, you know. Knots, that's when we did the knots. So, got some good knots. Who wants to tug on it? Well, I'm the strongest, so... Yeah, why don't you give it a good tug? Was that a stupid... That's a stupid question. Well, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to say you're the strongest. All right, I preemptively rolled this, and it's a 13. Uh, thir- 13 <laughs> on the dice, or 13 yes. after modifiers? After modifiers for athletics. Oh, boy. Oh, after after modifiers. Yeah. 13's not quite going to do it um, on its own. I think um, I'm a little post. I think I'm a little dehydrated. <laughs> I mean, it is a rope, so you know you can kind of tug of war and you know get multiple multiple folks tugging. Oh God, this is really hard. Is it? Here, let me try, and I add my my tug to her tug. You know, rolling with advantage. So, want to roll again, Mercury? Okay, fourteen. <laughs> 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 did you roll twice? Oh, did you say advantage? That's right. I don't know how to do things. 17. Um, so still not quite enough. Are there? Are you going to? Um, you think you, yeah, you think you're making some progress. You think you can feel a little give, but. My um... hand hurts after dealing with that person and then wiping. It's this hand's dirty. This one hurts. It's very. Did you wipe barehanded? <laughs> I was considering helping, but now that the rope is tainted. Do you want to get out of here or not? I'm not certain that it's the right call. I'd love to auger this question, but I'm not certain that augury works in here. I can try to see if it is the right call. I dare yank the damn rope. I'm still just holding this part. I'm just holding the spot that I've been holding this whole time. Chances are you'll get a clean Yeah, I'll I'll pull. I'll, I'll do some kind of half-hearted pulling. Do I get to roll three times? <laughs> you can add my strength modifier to it of zero. Well, damn. Got a 25. 25 total? Yeah. <laughs> With your combined strengths um, and a good 
uh, coordinated, like heave, ho, tug. Um, the great, what's what's the right onomatopoeic sound? Ploings. Kerplunks. <laughs> Let's go with ploing. Um, it, uh, yeah, so it ploings out of the wall um, and uh, clatters loudly to the floor. I think we should go through, like, now. Uh, can Mercury make it? Don't worry about me, guys. We'll repurpose the rope. Well, no, but now that I uh, lost a lot of weight, <laughs> I think I'll be able to go right in there. You you think almost that this was planned. Like I, like I had this idea the whole time <laughs> that this might be an advantage to me eventually. You think it was your plan? Who gave you the prunes in the first place? Mm. Uh, I was a step ahead of you the whole time. <laughs> All right, I'd like to go first. <laughs> Gotta get the hardest part done first. And then who's gonna, because I gotta catch up and everything, you know? So it, it's high enough up that you're gonna need a, a like a hay up boost from someone. Mm, I guess we could cheerleader it. <laughs> All right, yeah. Adair, are you gonna be helpful? Yeah, we can each take a foot. Yeah, there you go. All right, so yeah, you boost him up. Mercury, <laughs> let's roll. I think sleight of hand is the way to do this. Oh. Um, with sleight advantage. of body. Yeah, sleight. S L I G H T. Wow. Yeah, of body. Um, with this advantage, you with said? With advantage. Thank goodness. Oh, a dirty 20. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you feel you feel uh, uh, slimmer than you have in, uh, in years. Um, and you, you wriggle right on through. <laughs> That's concerning, actually. <laughs> I mean, she only eats beef and ale, so. That is true. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, probably, there's probably a lot of blood, bloating. Oh, the, and blood. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> so I, I push out to the <laughs> Mercury, why don't you roll a perception check? Oh, um, sort shit. of take into your surroundings. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Can I get some inspiration? <laughs> For? I don't know, just because you like me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. For no, I think uh, I think he, that you should that inspiration really should be withheld from you for like weeks after that whole. Uh, Are you kidding? After it what you've like, done, it was my advantage. <laughs> you mean because I pooped like everybody does? Wow. <laughs> not not everybody poops like that. No. <laughs> All right, uh, seven fuckers. You find yourself kind of um, toward the um, on the back side of the keep, um, so away from from the main street. Uh, but there is that you don't see anyone in your immediate presence, and the the walls um, of Scholars Hill are kind of directly directly across the moat from you. So there's like big wall moat. Yeah, I can't see. Can I see what's in the moat? Uh, looks like just like you know brackish water. Okay. All right, friends, let's go. Coast is clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you are you actually yelling that? Yeah. Oh my god. With a seven, you don't uh, you don't notice anything happening as a result. That's of that. my point. Yeah. Well, I probably have the best chance of getting up there by myself, so you should probably go next to Dare. I could uh, take the rope with me if you'd like. Yeah, let's do that. We can both pull you out. Just be careful where you where you touch it. Yeah, good point. <laughs> All right. Oh, so. I'd like to while that's happening, clean my hands off in the moat water in the in the mosquito infested. Brackish yeah. water. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you going to help Adair get up? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Mercury. Oh. How, How can would I? she help him? Like reach, reach down and like 
Can I? I thought I jumped down deep. Oh, is the is the floor closer to the window than it is? Uh, uh, floor is the is the is the ground closer to the window outside than it is on the inside? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Sorry sorry. Oh. The dungeon was like was is is down below. Reset oh. ground level. That's right. Oh, that's easy. what you meant. Okay great. That's so a garden I'm, level dungeon. Yeah. All right, I get down there, and uh, I can reach down for sure. Uh, which hand are you reaching down with? I cleaned them. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed your forearm. With with the help of, of both of you, um, no need for, like, an, an athletics roll or anything. Um, and, you know, canonically, we know that Adair is small and wiry, um, so you're able to, to wriggle out, no problem. And I, I bring the rope with me so that the two of us can tug Alicia out. Uh, as you're uh, as you're coming up, uh, feel free to to make a perception check um, to to take into your surroundings. I would um, love or investigate to. if you want to look at anything in particular. I would love to perceive things. Uh, well, a six plus seven is a thirteen. Yeah, I perceive nine. Uh, Adair, you notice um, that up above, you can hear footsteps and and like chattering. There there are guards patrolling the the parapets up above. Mm. Um, they don't seem to have noticed you. You're kind of like you know shadowed by the side of the wall, and they're more more so looking out than directly I- down. I do the uh, the quiet wave of hands, get everyone's uh, attention, finger to the lips, and point up there to try and get everyone's attention to see the uh, the guards up above. And I look at Adair and go, "You too, buddy." <laughs> and I do a yeah, few kiss my like, finger. <laughs> like legit thieves can't symbols that don't mean <laughs> anything to Adair. Is, is there like is thieves can't? Does it have? Is it kind of like sign language? Uh. I seem to recall that being the case. It's a ling- It's under my language's um, heading. Oh, all right. If it's uh, official language, then uh, I was thinking I might know like the alphabet, but not all the words, and I might be able to spell out quiet. So you're under the the walls of the keep. You can hear the guards um, patrolling up above, um, across the moat from you. It's kind of uh, you know buildings and back alleys. Um, you know, lots of like. Uh, exposed brick walls, kind of like the the non like public facing side of buildings. Is there any uh, like water level grate, like a drain or a pipe outlet, or um, any sort of like sewage system that is connected to the moat in any way? Oh uh, yeah, let's say there are a couple a couple of random pipes. Um, probably like you say, you know, sewage systems that drain into the moat, making it you know as gross as the rest of this episode. Yeah, I mean that seems like the. The least visible way out. So uh, I start heading over to investigate the closest one. So sorry, are you, are you thinking on the other side of the moat or on this side of the moat? Oh, the other side of the moat. Oh, so you're like you're gonna cross the like swim across the moat? Yes, um, and I will. You know, make sure that it looks it appears to be safe before I do. But uh, yeah, that's my intent. Taking a look at it, you don't you don't see anything that looks like outwardly dangerous about it. But it is you know gross. <laughs> well. I mean, um, it also is like much more in view potentially of the guards up above. Is there a um, a sewage outlet over by the drawbridge? So that would be around the front of the keep, much more like publicly visible. Um, go mm-hmm. ahead and roll a stealth check. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Alicia. Yes. Do you think you could swim uh, underwater to the grate across the moat and try and open it for us and make a a quick getaway? Uh, I could, but how how are you going to get over there? Well, once once the grate is open, as long as we're quick and we you know we listen for the patrols, or you you can watch from across the moat and stay hidden in the shadows. You might be able to tell us when no one's looking, and we can just you know quickly get across. Since you're the one who's most likely to be able to avoid detection while you open the, the grate. Uh, all right, 
I don't see any better options, so uh, let's try it. Yeah, so tell me what you're doing. Yeah, so I'm going to slip into the gross water and swim underneath the water. So it should go fairly deep down and try to not ripple the surface. Let's roll a stealth check for that. Okay. That is a 21. Okay. You're, you know, very quietly able to slip into the water and, and, yeah, dive under and make it across and it doesn't seem like you've you've attracted any attention at all. Um, and then I'll try to stealthily open up the grate. There's a there's a big, not not particularly like uh, sophisticated, um, but very large padlock um, kind of securing it shut. Okay. I think you know what I'm going to do with that. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> how do you, how do you pick locks nowadays? Slide a hand? Uh, so it's uh, it's using your thieves tools again. So ah, uh, okay. Which was proficiency plus dexterity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 19. It's uh, you know, it's it's a pretty crude mechanism. Um, it's heavy, um, so it takes a little force, you know, to turn the um, mm-hmm. pry bar. What are they called? Like the you know, the turny bit is a little bit tough, yeah. but um, but yeah, you're able to to pop it open, no problem. The spell minor illusion. Do you know mm-hmm. if I could use it to hide? I think you could. Uh, you, so you could definitely like project some kind of illusion in front of yourself. Um, yeah. If that's you know, you can always yeah, do like the the speed trick of like just playing a loop of a normal bus. Just playing a loop of like the normal sewer. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I'm wanting to do to make it a little bit easier for them to make it in once they get across. Yeah. What's what's the text? Um, uh, it the says wildly wrong. You create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration. For images, must be no larger than a five foot cube. Can't create sound, light, smell, or any other sensory effect. Things can pass through it. Um, yeah. I think a five foot cube is probably probably an appropriate size. I think I can just do that. Yeah, at will. Um, so yeah, so you cast um, you cast up sort of an image of the opening of the of the sewer pipe with with mm-hmm. the grate closed and locked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Darren Mercury, you're still stuck on the other side. If you want to stealth through, um, because Alicia has sort of you know set it up for you, um, you can do it with advantage. Or Adair, I think you have disadvantage on stealth. So so just roll it straight. Adair, I uh, I'm going to take this opportunity and and ask you now that. Elise is not directly within earshot. Do you really trust that she nothing happened while she was out there talking to the regulators? Oh, uh, not at all. I think there must have been some conversation that happened. I don't know what it was. Um, but we all know that I was on board for remaining a witness and just waiting through the system. And at this point, the trust has gone to the point where I've broken out of prison and uh, I don't really have any other choices but to continue to trust her at this point. So it's a moot point, in my opinion. Well, let me just ask you one more question. Could she be potentially leading us into danger right now? Yes, it's possible. You're okay with that? I I mean, there's only one way to find out if she is, and that's either to ask her or to, uh, I mean, we won't get a good answer from that, but or to just see where it leads us and either we'll end up in danger or we won't. We can't control everything. No, but I'll just be really disappointed because I thought that you guys were going to actually be my friends. Well, you're young, but disappointments happen often and sometimes they're the best way to build yourself. All right. So then maybe you should go down the well and I could swim across the moat. Is that what you're suggesting? I, I think we both should head that way and do it together. And if uh, she has betrayed us, well, she'll betray both of us. We'll do it together. Will we still be friends? Of of course we will. 
I believe you, and I trust you implicitly. Well, that means so much coming from you. Okay. You go down first, bud. Could I take the time to take off my armor? This this illusion lasts a minute. But you can do it at will, so do it yeah, again <laughs> in a minute. So if, if you want to take the time to, to remove your armor, because um, I know, like, I, I, we don't need to look it up necessarily, but I know it takes, like, a certain certain amount of time to, to properly take off and put on armor mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's roll a, a luck check. I'll just tell you up front. Like, we'll roll a luck check, you know, just, just a coin flip. If it, you know, comes up bad, um, somebody notices that you're gone um, in that time. If it comes up good, then then you're safe. Mercury. I'm trying to decide, should I try and sneak across the moat with my loud, clanky armor, or should I take the extra time to make sure I'm stealthy enough? Is it is time or is stealth more important right now? What do you think? You're actually asking me for an opinion? I'm asking your opinion. I think you should just go down the sewer with your armor. Okay. You were lucky enough to have it until this point. I think you're meant to have it. All right. Well... I rolled a three, and I have... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, myself is plus two, so there we go. Five. Oh, Oh, God. And that's with advantage, a.k.a. not disadvantage. Uh, I think think let's play this as a dare. You you leap in the moat and realize very swiftly that it's a lot harder to swim in armor than you thought it was. (laughs) Um, And so you just start, like, splashing, you know, just just for your life. Sounds right. Very shortly, a, a guard comes and peeks over the parapet um, and sees you splashing in the moat um, uh, and shouts and puts uh, one of those crazy ear-piercing whistles to his mouth. They know you've escaped. Swim, old man, swim! I'll hold the back as long as I can! The They're not down here. You can still come across with me, but please, I do need your help. I mean, oh, God, oh, God, say. okay, I, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Now's not the time for sacrifice. I jump in. Mercury, I think you're you're a pretty good swimmer, yeah. Shit, I don't know. I'm, I have athletics. No, I actively almost drowned. I don't know how to swim. <laughs> oh God! What are we doing? Okay, I so let's say rolled that, out of that. That although I don't think this is how it works in real swimming, um, let's say that somehow <laughs> the two of you are able to help each other across. <laughs> and you you climb into the sewer and flee off into another poopy place. <laughs> Does it smell familiar? Yes. We see a round portal in front of us that's warm and brown. (laughs) Just as um, a a squad of guards uh, rounds the corner. And I think uh, think let's end it there. All you people not being rogues. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We did a a, a great escape. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. On a scale from one to ten, how much pooping did you think was going to happen this episode? None. I I I will admit I I think like I'll I'll share my notes with you. Uh, I don't think there was any any mention of any any bodily functions. How really. could you be so sure though when you know that there should be a, an area for defecation in a in a prison cell? You're right. I should never put you in a situation where where, <laughs> where there's the opportunity. I'm just yeah. saying it I was, was there. Oh. I'm just trying to honor the author's intent. That's all. No honor toilets in this world. No, no bushes. It's like yeah, it's like Star Trek. Like people Can't never, no never use the restroom in Star Trek. There isn't a stair. Yeah, they don't have restrooms on this on the plans. Yeah, I think so. they just beam their uh, their poo poo and their pee like <laughs> out of their how do you mouths. Think, how do you think they make the food? Oh, 
I, you know, I didn't I think you could so get much. grosser. Then <laughs> 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 we did. Yeah, molecular reconfiguration. Absolutely. I mean, they even say that too. Oh. It's kind of like reconstituted food from their waste. Thank you, everyone, for sticking <laughs> with us through that. Um, through our last you're... episode of Dungeons <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and Derek. Really just... We are the worst people, um, <laughs> but yeah, we're very glad to have you. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, our social stuff is uh, is in the show notes. Um, I hope, you know, if you like what's going on, uh, I'm you're weird, um, but, uh, <laughs> but please leave us a nice review, um, do all that good stuff. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. She probably wants to listen. She wants to know what what you're always on about. She likes poop jokes. That's right. If you like this content, then uh, you can check out the Potty Podcast every once in a while on twitch.tv slash Jessica Nerdy when uh, she is not there. Yeah, I'm the (laughs) asshole, though, right? (laughs) I'm the asshole. Got it. Well, okay. Got it. No, no. Thanks, everyone. We'll, uh, We'll be back here again in about two weeks. Dungeons and Derek is the game. Dungeons Derek cocked.